0: Welcome to the hope. So, I was really struggling this week. What do you say on the last Sunday of a year like 2020? And it, yeah, that that's where I wanted to go, Karen. I, I Karen and Mac came back just for the last Sunday of the year. And, uh, great to have you guys here with us. I was trying to, when I really understood where the Lord wanted me to go, and it's kind of funny. So the Lord put this on my heart. And, and you know what? Some of you guys, you might like this stuff. Some of you might not. Fruitcake. Yeah. So this was the picture that the Lord kept giving me, and I, I kept thinking, what? What am I supposed to do with a fruitcake, right? And, and honestly, I struggled with it, because personally, I'm not a big fruitcake fruit fan. I'm really not. So then I thought about it, I thought, what, what is the one thing that's usually left over after Christmas? <laughs> I mean, honestly, some people use this as a doorstop for the rest of the year. And others really like it, all right? I don't mean, if you like this thing, awesome, whatever. <laughs> this is what God gave me a picture of. And, and though being called a fruitcake, right, it, or, or uh, nutty as a fruitcake, though that's kind of a derogatory <laughs> remark, uh, what I love about this little cake is that it's filled with all kinds of cool stuff. You know, dried fruit. And, of course, nuts. you got to have the nuts. And all these different spices. And then, usually anyway, the last ingredient is a whole bunch of, uh, they soak the thing in scotch or some kind of alcohol. Mmm. Not the scotch. I don't, I don't mean that mmm. I mean, it, it, I'm saying mmm because of how it tastes after it's soaked in scotch. I'm not very convincing, am I? <laughs> Woo! So, fruitcake. So, how many is there? Anybody here that actually likes this stuff? Are you kidding me, Larry? Come on, man! Come on! Come on! You got to come and get it. You got to come and get it. I have no idea if it's any good. It's it's Martin's Bake Shop fruitcake, man. All right, all right. There you go. Anybody on this side like it? Are you serious? Oh, I get—I kind of got a. I'm going with you, Claudia. Be, only be—here's why. Here's why. You'll—you'll—you'll you'll, you'll understand here in a minute. So come on up. Come on up. All right. So I'm giving the fruitcake away mainly because you didn't want it, did you? For lunch? Okay. So I'm good. Thank you. You're welcome. Be blessed. So. Just keep that fruitcake in mind. So the church, capital C, has at times been labeled a whole lot of fruitcakes. Right? To some extent, I agree with them. I really do. We're made up of a bunch of different types of people. And some are a little nutty. You, hey, you can't argue with that. You know you can't. And there are probably <laughs> some in here that are really spicy. I mean, you bring life to the church, and I appreciate that. The, the best part about church is that we're not... Just look at your neighbor. Do they look like you? Do they act like you? No! That's because they're, they're made from a different spice, a different kind of person. And that's what makes the church amazing and awesome. And truth be known, there are probably some here that are soaked in alcohol. Which is where I want them. Because the church is here for the sinners. Jesus said, I didn't come for the healthy, I came for the sick. And you know what, if somebody's sitting in here today and they got a hangover, God bless you, I'm glad you're here. (laughs) I'm glad you're here, I really am. I wanted to start with one of the, and and I've shared this chapter and verse before. uh, Maybe even this year. I think I did do something on it earlier this year. But this is where I really felt like the Lord was directing me with that fruitcake. Matthew 7, and I'll put this up behind me. And he, here he's directing this specifically toward the prophets that were uh, functioning during that day. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but are really vicious wolves. What do we call those kind of people? Wolves in sheep's clothing. what Just chipmunk? What did you say? Oh, in-laws. Oh, I'm not even going to tell you who said that. They might be watching. You can identify them. Here we go. By their... Hence... My son told me, don't ever use that word again. Hence, fruit. Fruitcake. Get it? You'll know them by their fruit. That is... by the way they act. So fruit is directly related to the way we act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit. A bad tree produces bad fruit. Are you with me so far? A good tree can't produce bad fruit. And a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. You know, this isn't all that profound, but it really is. Again, Jesus was speaking about false prophets who had weaseled their way into the church. And he said, look, they may look like they're all that. They may say things that draw you in, but you're going to know who they are by their fruit. Anybody that represents God should always whatever their message is, it should always lead them to Jesus. Always. And if, it leads, if their message leads you to them, what's it saying? Say it. Bad fruit. If their message leads you away from God and causes you to focus on something earthly, what is that? Bad fruit. fruit. Whatever we say and do, whatever you hear me say from this pulpit, it had better guide you to the Lord. Otherwise, I'm failing you and I'm failing everybody that's tuning in online. We have one mission, and that is to continue to carry the good news to people all throughout the land. And if we're not doing that, then we're failing. We're failing God and we're failing people. Apparently these false prophets weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. And my guess is they were probably lining their pockets. That'd be my assumption. So how do you know a true prophet? He or she will always direct you to God, not to self or to other details that have nothing to do with the Lord. Very important. You know, the Holy Spirit was sent not to complete what God did, but to continue what God did. Meaning Jesus. That's why he came. He's here to fulfill what Jesus started. Back to the fruitcake. How many like fruitcake? About five of you. (laughs) Six, seven. Okay, well, we got a little more in here than I thought we'd have. Fruitcake has so many fruits and nuts and spices that the bread almost seems confused as to what it's trying to be. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, a fruitcake is, what is it? It's trying to be everything, right? But how about this? My last little illustration. How about that? What's that? Can this be anything? It's an orange. Can it be anything but an orange? All right. What's it taste like? Okay. You bite into that fruitcake, you don't know what you're going to get. All right? Especially if it's the alcoholic version. Woo! I had a piece once and... I, th- I thought it smelled like formaldehyde once I got it in my mouth. It was like, what in the world? And it was an older lady that made it. I'm thinking, whoa, man, i hate to see your pantry. <laughs> Anyhow. A genuine piece of fruit like this orange, it's easily distinguishable from all the other fruits. You're not going to mess up and say, oh, an apple. Unless you're colorblind like Where's Mike? Never mind, man. I'm, I don't mean to pick on you. You probably would still know that was an orange, though. Not a very big one either, by the way. Pastor Barb, we really short-changed people on Christmas. Everybody got one of these on Christmas Eve, so na if you weren't here, you didn't get one. Somebody's helping me back there. So everybody knows that this little fruit is full of Vitamin C, right? And it's juicy. And you also know, because of what it is, where it's from. It's origin. How many would like to wager a guess? I can think of two places. Maryland? An orange tree. No! Yeah, an orange tree. But what, what, where is it grown? Florida. Florida or California? One of those two. You know the origin. Hear me. Just like this orange, you recognize what it is, you know its origin, you know what it tastes like. The same should be true about the church. When people see us, they should be able to say, hey, he's off the the good tree. He's off the Jesus tree. Right? I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute. The vine. They should be able to tell that you are a Christian. How? By your fruit. By the way you act. Are you still with me? You're not going to stone me? Anybody want an orange? Because I'm done playing with it. I get in trouble. If I have things in my hand, I keep clicking them. Keeping that in mind about we Christians, where do Christians come from? It's pretty easy. Jesus, all right? John 15, that's where I'm going next. I am the true vine, great vine, Jesus said. And my father is the gardener. Now, this next part, I don't, I don't necessarily care about it. You know, I'm just being honest. Sometimes I read stuff in Scripture, and I know it's good for us. Man, you're freaking me out! Whatever that is, your little pager thing's going off. What is that? Oh, that's what it is. All right, sorry about that. You're just, dr- listen, I've got a little light in my bathroom in the church, and that thing flashes on and off. And squirrel, it's like, it completely shipwrecks my, I just lost, where am I at? (sighs) He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce, you know, this is one I don't like. It's not the first part. I mean, I, I hate to see anybody die to get cut off. But that second part's you and me. If we're a, a believing Christian, the Lord, does it feel good to prune? No! I've lost an appendage years ago. It hurt. But when God does it, it's not going to kill you. It's actually going to make you better. All right, And, and I believe this is more uh, spiritually speaking than it is physical. All right? the Lord is going to cut stuff off of you that shouldn't be there. The less weight you're carrying, don't look at me, the less weight you're carrying, the lighter you are, and the more efficient you are. And when God gets done with us, He just keeps pruning, 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 getting rid of those things, that anger issue you've got, you've had it since you were a kid, gone. If you keep going to Him. If you keep reading your Bible. Alright? That, that word to keep slipping out of that tongue every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's caused by anger. Other times it's just a bad habit. Lord prunes that off. Or maybe it's some racist feeling that you have. Maybe there's somebody you don't like, somebody that wears one of those f- funny things on their head, or whatever. And I'm not talking about gale or cold. I'm talking. Of, what do you call that? The, the, turban, the turban. A turban, a towel. A towel. You know. Listen. The news only shows us the bad stuff going on around the world and it's easy to start hating people like that. But when you step into the Father's house and you give Him permission to change you, what does He do? He goes, snip. And then He gives you opportunity to prove it. <laughs> you know, we've got, we're, we're supporting right now two different missionaries that are directly involved with Dearborn, Michigan. And there are many others that have chosen to, to move into that region down there recently because they love those people. And they need Jesus. Yeah. All right, They need Jesus, just like everybody else, every other man, woman, boy, and girl on the planet. That's right. But you can't go in there hating them. you got to love them. Yeah. If you're going to do any good for the kingdom, you got to love them. And that's the kind of work... Our Heavenly Father does through Jesus, His Son, and the Holy Spirit. Two verses later, Jesus qualifies how we are to produce the fruit. And and by the way, it's assumed that it's going to be good fruit that His disciples produce. Jesus' disciples don't produce bad fruit. We already read that, right? Good fruit comes from a good tree. Bad fruit from a bad tree. So, jumping down to verse 4. He said, Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And I underlined and scored this with red. You cannot be fruitful. What? You in me. Say it. Everybody. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Me being Jesus. You have got to keep going back to Him and going back to Him and going back. And we do that through the word. All right? We do that when we pray. The Bible says we're two or more gathered together in His name. He is there. We do that when we worship Him, when we make an altar and we kneel to Him and we bow to the King, you are connecting with Him. And that's how all of us as Christians need to be. If you're not doing these things, hear me. You are going to wither and die. How do you produce good fruit? By staying connected To Jesus the vine. When the Holy Spirit's on your side, hear me, you are not gonna cuss out your neighbor. Get on that porn site. Mistreat your wife or husband. (laughs) When you get a little extra income, you're not gonna be thinking, oh, I can get that brand new bass boat. Okay, all right, you might start there. But when you're connected to the vine, you're going to figure out something where you can do something generous. Where you can bless others, not just yourself. Hallelujah. Moving on. The next verse. Yes, I am the vine. (laughs) You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them. Man, God is into fruitcake. Okay, he's into fruit. He's into his people amounting to something. Changing this world. You know, this new year, 2021, and and I'm going to go into this in detail next week, and I I already kind of gave it away a little bit, but that's a lot of poo. That's where I'm starting next week. You have to come back for that one. But hear me. The Lord has a plan. And, and we can sit back and go, oh, it's just been a horrible, horrible year. Or we can say, you know what? Jesus is still on the throne. Come on. Now we're That's right. The power of God is still evident in his people. Yes, it is. And salvation is still available. And that's what we've got to keep in mind. I don't care what's going on out there. I do. I I misspoke. I care what's going on out there. But I can't let that shipwreck my faith. And the only way to keep your head on straight is to stay plugged into the vine. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. And, and I believe that this is a, a direct... It, it's showing us there's a real hell. Yeah, yeah. There is a real hell. Yeah, there is. Hell is real. And this, this isn't a message about hell, but I'm just saying, Jesus knew that. If you don't choose Jesus, then you've chosen hell. Because the only people that are going to get into heaven are the ones that have put their faith and trust in Jesus. According to Jesus himself. But if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, there you are, that's what? That's the Bible. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. A disciple is a follower of Jesus. A learner. Somebody that understands I can't do this on my own. I need Him. I need the Holy Spirit. I need need the words of God in my heart. I've got to commit them there hallelujah this brings great glory to my father if we belong to christ we will produce much good fruit true disciples produce much fruit if we do not belong to christ we will produce bad fruit and one day we will be cut off burned up and thrown into that lake of fire so the question remains how many here want to produce good fruit? Who? Does that mean the rest of you don't? Come on. How many here want to produce good fruit? Then remain close to Jesus. If you don't if you don't want to produce good fruit, you want to produce bad fruit. Hey, there are people I believe want to produce bad fruit. I believe that then you just distance yourself from Jesus. And you'll produce plenty of bad fruit. You know, I've I've witnessed many Christians through 2020 warring with each other. And it breaks my heart. And if it breaks my heart, I know it breaks God's heart. I believe that these people have disconnected from the vine. And if that's you... I love you too much not to say this. Repent. Repent. And get back into the vine and start loving people like we're supposed to do. That's, that's a fruit of the Spirit. It's to love people, not to hate them. If your mission is to destroy other people <laughs> who think different than you, You're not serving the Lord. You're serving the devil. That could even be if you... You could be warring with the pastor. You could be sitting here today saying, Oh, it's a bunch of hogwash. Listen, everything I've said so far, I think, lines up with the Scripture. So you're not warring with me. You're warring with him. And if you're that kind of person... who you just got a contentious spirit, and you just want to war with somebody, you don't care who they are, let me tell you, you you're, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. One of our saints, can I use, can I, sh, I won't share your, your, your I was going to say it. One of our saints had a dream this morning, and I got it in my inbox at 7 o'clock, and I, I think she sent it there like 3.30. It was early. Thankfully, I had my phone on silent or you would have been hearing from me. <laughs> and I read it, and, and it was something that the Lord woke her up and, and put on her heart and said, write this down. And it, I wasn't sure about this message. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to... I wanted it to be one of those really fun messages to end the year on. And the Lord said, no, nah, I want you to teach him about fruitcake. About fruit. And I finally yielded. And, and last night, I'm just feeling it when I went to bed. I was like, is this really what you want? And I went to bed. And then I wake up first thing in the morning, and there's that email. The Lord woke me up in the middle of the, I'm sorry about that, by the way woke her up in the middle of the night said write this down and it had to do with people warring with us trying to sneak into the church from the outside trying to level what God's trying to do here and I'm paraphrasing but as I read it I just kept thinking this is you then Lord this is you And, and sometimes when you send things to your pastor it just confirms what I'm already feeling. And, and I want to thank you for being faithful to send me that. Because it really did free me up this morning. I felt like it was truly from the Lord. And, and I know I didn't do your dream justice. But I keep looking at her. But I'm not trying to point her out. Hallelujah. There are wolves in sheep's clothing who are trying to sneak into the church and dismantle what God has so diligently tried to build. And I believe that the church future tense is going to be different. It's going to look different. It's going to sound different. When people look at us, they're going to know that we truly represent the King. We have one leader, and his name is Jesus. All right? Hallelujah. Bearing good fruit has everything to do with how we as the church act and relate to one another and to the world. Is this ringing a bell with anybody else? Is, is it just me? Do you feel like you're, you're in this fruitcake thing? So, what does good fruit look like? You know, that's just an honest question. And it looks like this: Best place to go, Galatians 5:22 and 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. How many like that last one? In progress. Amen. Amen. You know, we could hang our hat on that last one, but we could also hang it on that first one. Love, love, love. If we aren't known for our love, then we've failed our mission. When we stand up here and, and we try to criticize other people for the way they live without showing the love of Jesus, we've already failed. Be careful, church. Be careful how you act toward others. They need to see Jesus in us or they're never going to meet Him that's the challenge that's in front of us. We need to have enough self-control so they don't see the wild and crazy fruitcake that's inside of us. Because if I, if I let go of myself, like, you, you remember those little, little uh, Larry, you'd remember this, you're old enough. Those Those little top things that you spun, I'm just picking at them. And and they'd do this really cool for a while, and you'd almost get hypnotized by it, and then all of a sudden they'd go... and then They'd spin out of control. Well, that's what would happen to me if I didn't have that last one. I'd be out of control. You would not want me... First of all, you wouldn't want me up here. Second, you wouldn't want me in this church. But thanks be to God... He gave me everything I needed. These are the fruits of the Spirit. It's actually not plural, fruit. We should have all these. Just like that orange. When people look at us, they should see this. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law against these. Hallelujah. When you bear good fruit... The words in this list will apply to you. You will love others. You will be joyful. You will have patience when you're in the checkout line. Do not yell at the person behind the counter. Come on! I don't care how ornery they are. They've been in there for eight straight hours listening to people like us. Give them a break. You should be praying for them. I love Pastor Barb because she'll go, Are you, is there anything I can pray with you about? She, if somebody shows the mentality that they're having issues, she does. She, and that's awesome. We all ought to be like that. Be kind to those having a bad day. Be faithful to your calling. Be gentle with everyone and, of course, have self-control. That should be us. What about the bad fruit? What does that look like? Well, just back up a few verses. Galatians 5.19 and following. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, Hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other things, other sins, I'm sorry, like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. And please, 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 saints, don't fall into the trap where you think, just because I go to church, I'm a Christian. You've heard this before. Just because something's parked in the garage does not make it a car. How do you know if you're a follower of Jesus Christ? You know by your fruit. You'll produce good fruit because you've remained connected to the vine, Jesus. You'll love others. You'll be kind. You'll forgive. You'll be humble, etc., etc. Are you... Are you... A Galatians 5 23 kind of person, you'll bear good fruit. Or are you a Galatians 5 19 through 21 kind of person who's bearing bad fruit? Here's what I was thinking about this. This was the struggle that I had this week. If a person looks like the world, smells like the world, and acts like the world, then that person is probably of the world and not connected to the vine, Jesus. Carrying this out, they're not a citizen of the kingdom of God. Does that matter? What do you think? Does it matter what kind of fruit you bear? Does it matter if you're living in the world? Can we look like the world, smell like the world, act like the world, and still be a citizen of heaven. The answer was where we were just, the address we were just at. See that last part? This time I highlighted it. Anyone living that sort of life will not inherit. Say it with me. Will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. Paul said, you can't do these things in enter heaven. How do we live our life? Quite simply, I'm going to go through this quickly and then I'm going to wrap it up. Philippians 3, again, the words of Paul, the Apostle Paul. And Paul was making this point, dear brothers and sisters, so he's speaking to the church, okay, you with me? Pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. And he was referring, of course, to the Apostles pattern your lives after people who you can see the fruit in their lives if you don't see the fruit don't pattern your lives after them verse 18 for i have told you often before and i say it again with tears in my eyes that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross of christ they are headed for destruction Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things and they think only about this life here on earth. This is Christian people. These are Christian people he's talking to here. These people that Paul's talking about, they're Galatians 5, 19-21 kind of people. They're producing bad fruit. Only thinking about their own bellies. Boasting about shameful things. Looking for what life has to give them rather than what they can give to others. Paul was clear, don't live like these fruitless people. Instead, verse 20, but we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. Some of the commentary said he wasn't conjuring up some kind of magical thing in his head. He felt in his heart that this is where he was going. That he truly was already a citizen of heaven. And this earth suit was just holding him back, like throwing an anchor out. But one day, that chain was going to break. And he was going to be with his Lord and Savior forever. He will take our weak mortal bodies, that's a chain breaking, and and change them into glorious bodies like His own. Hallelujah. How many can get excited about that? That's what God has in store for you. Make it through this life with love and self-control bookending your life. Let that be the fruit that you exhibit in this life. And all the things in between. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And one day, those chains are going to break, and you are going to instantly be with your Lord, be with your King, Majesty, Glorious One. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Using the same power with which He will bring everything under His control. There's a day coming when this earth is going to see what it would have been like had the Master governed The world, and we're going to be right there with them. But in the meantime, we've got to get to the other end. We've got to be successful. We've got to bear fruit. And that only happens when we're plugged into the vine, Jesus. In the very next verse, chapter 4, Paul uses that word, therefore, meaning everything that just came. Everything we just read, therefore, here it is. My dear brothers and sisters, therefore, stay true to the Lord. Again, my emphasis stay true. Say that with me. Stay true to the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, Stay true to the Lord. Stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. You know what? Paul felt blessed. When His people, the church that followed Him, when they bore good fruit. If they, and it didn't mean they had to be perfect. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. I know you're a human being with, with God mixed in there. If, the, if you're a temple of the Holy Spirit, the Lord lives in you, but this outer shell is still humanity. And it still causes us to drag. And there are times when I just like to fire it, but it doesn't listen to me. Thank you, Jesus. My paraphrase of Philippians 4.1, Therefore, because your citizenship is in heaven, stay loyal to Jesus. He is your true king. No earthly king will do if indeed He truly is the Lord of your life. Would you stand with me? What if Jesus isn't the Lord of your life? Maybe you're sitting out there today and you're listening to this live stream service and you're saying, hey, He's not the Lord of my life. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Well, you have a choice. You can keep living like the world. (laughs) Drinking, cussing, watching porn, shouting at others because they don't agree with your political stand. Spreading hate instead of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is, by the way, what we're called to do thinking only of yourself rather than others. You can do that. However, know this as I've already illustrated. If you live like that, if you don't repent, then you will, in the end, go to hell forever. And don't try to blame it on God. Do not blame it on God. Because it's not his fault. It's a choice. You make it. When you deny Christ, you've made it. When you say, I want to live like the world, you've made it. Every single day, we get the opportunity to choose are we going to serve Jesus or are we going to serve the master of this world? Are we going to serve ourselves? Many times. It's our choice. What's it going to be? Where does your citizenship lie? Good fruit in heaven or bad fruit in hell? Bad fruit's not getting into heaven. Good fruit's not going to hell. Are you hearing me today? I know we're saved by grace and not by any works. I got that. But Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruit. Which means how you act, how you love, how you treat others. I'm going to finish with this one. If you are my disciple, Jesus said, you will bear much fruit. With every head bowed, here in the auditorium, if you're watching, just bow your heads just for a minute. And I just want to ask, what kingdom do you want to be a citizen of? The kingdom of God or the kingdom of Satan? I know that's harsh, but this world is ruined by Satan's presence. He dictates what most people do today, as you can see when you watch the news. But that can change. One by one, as people understand that the good news was for them as well as for us. So if you're here today and you would tell me, Pastor, I haven't been living for the Lord. I didn't really even know what it meant. But today, I want to be a citizen of heaven. I've got good news for you. All you need to do today is to repent of your sins and ask Jesus to come into your life. And He will. He will make you a living habitation where His Holy Spirit will take up residence within you. I don't understand it all. Anybody that says they do, don't listen to them. Because God's way bigger than we are. But I know this, He did it for me and He changed my life from the inside out. And I'm a different person today because of it. To God be the glory. And I like to think that I bear a whole lot more good fruit than I do bad as a result. So if that's you today, I want to pray with you. If there's anybody here today that would just say, Pastor, I need your prayer. With all the heads bowed, eyes closed, if that's you, could I just see your hand real quick? Yep, yep. Anybody else? Anybody? Hallelujah. All right, we're going to pray another. Thank you. You can put it down. Anybody else? I just want to pray with you today. And if you're out there in Livestream, Facebook land, listen, it doesn't matter that you're not here. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. No barrier can keep Him out, not even the devil. You could be serving the devil. You could be a priest in the devil's kingdom, and God can break through that darkness in the name of Jesus. And I believe that with all my heart. I've seen it. I've seen people delivered. So if that's you, don't be thinking, God can't get a hold of me. I'm too far gone. It's not true. The love of God can permeate that darkness, and it will if you today just say, I need you, Jesus. I want to pray with you. And if if you are here today or if you're out there, just pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I need you. I need the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Lord, if there's any sin in me, known or unknown, forgive me and make me a new person. Cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. Help me to bear good fruit according to Galatians 5 22 and 23. 23. I give you my life, all that I am and all that I have. Now help me as a a citizen of heaven to lead others to you. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. And listen, if you need anything, please email me, norm at gaylordchurch.com. I'd be happy to help you any way I can. If you just need prayer or if you just want to give a shout-out to Jesus because He got a hold of your heart today, I'd love to hear that too. With that, I'm going to close here. The last Sunday of 2020, thank you for coming. Let's go out there and be a bunch of fruitcakes and and bear some good fruit, though. All right? All right? Father, bless this audience. Bless our people listening, Lord. And those that are here, get us all home safely. Loose angels around us. And Lord, let us, let us live like we are a true citizen of heaven. We pray this again in your mighty name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming.